0: It's hard to believe that the Entrepreneurial You is reaching its 100th episode. Bravo, Heneka! Keep making a ruckus. It's Seth Godin wishing you good luck on your next thousand episodes. Go, go, go.
1: Thank you so very much, Seth Godin, for your very, very kind words. It's episode 100 of the Entrepreneurial You. Can you believe it? yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. Wow. Ah, it is. So at the end of 2016, just kind of putting some perspective into things, right? At the end of 2016, after completing three seasons of the Entrepreneurial you on Power 106 FM radio in Jamaica from 2014 to 2016, I felt that I needed more. And By more, I mean that I wanted to have a global impact. I wanted to serve not just people in Jamaica and the diaspora, but globally. So for a long time, this was my desire, but guess what? Whilst part of me knew that it was possible, the how was another story. So who'd have thought, in March 2017, I changed the entrepreneurial view from being a radio show to a podcast. And today we have 100 episodes in. My, 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 how time flies. Truth be told though, I've seen podcasters in groups that I've been in boast about and celebrate getting to this milestone. And I thought sometimes, oh, well, it's just another number. But boy, was I wrong. I was really, really wrong. The feeling I have inside now is hard to explain. Among other things, I feel joyful, accomplished, and resilient. Joyful because of the reviews that I've gotten from so many of you about the impact this podcast has had on you and even your business. And that is enough to cause a girl to tingle on the inside. You know, my heart tingles when I think about that. I feel accomplished because getting to this milestone takes hard work and dedication. And I stuck with it. And that's something. I'm not going to take lightly and resilient because it took many hours to get to the finished product. Some of these hours, no doubt could be spent doing other things, of course, but I wanted to create something of value for you. And in doing this, I've learned over time some lessons and these are no long lessons that I'm going to expound on. Just simply to say, I've learned not to wait until I'm perfect before I start. If I waited until I'm perfect, then I wouldn't have started because I'm still not perfect having started it Two years ago, almost. And so number one, don't wait until you're perfect before you start. Two, decide to start. It's a decision, people. It is a decision. Whatever you are about to do, whatever you want to do, it's a decision. And thirdly and finally, just start. Just start. Whatever it is that you want to do, just start. I guarantee you the how will happen for you eventually. You'll figure it out. You're going to learn on the job. That's what you're going to do. You'll figure it out. Anyways, so you'll agree with me that I've had some remarkable guests, right? Number of them. Based on the downloads and your listenership, the top 10 episodes that you listened are Number 15 with Lisa Rothstein, 35 Special Edition with Richard Branson, Kirk Anthony Hamilton, Amy Porterfield, Michael O'Neill, Chris Docker, and Malcolm M.J. Harry. So that was a special edition I did in 2017 at Global Entrepreneurship Week. We looked at collaboration for success and how you know how to collaborate for success. Number 47, John Vespasian is another episode that you all liked. 53 with Seth Gordon, 54 Pamela Wagner, 55 Monique Russell, 57 Sumit Golati. 58, Sandy Eveleth. 59, Travis Chapel, And the second Jamaican to make the top 10 is Crystal Tomlinson. Of course, Kirk Anthony Hamilton from that special edition episode also made the top 10 as a Jamaican. So top 10 episodes, those are there. And the number one that you've chosen by your listenership, because the proof is in the eating or listenership, that is, is Seth Goding, episode 53. So we are now going to revisit this episode. Your listenership spans close to 100 countries to date, with the top 10 being USA, Jamaica, Japan, UK, India, Germany, France, Australia, Canada, and the Netherlands, with the US having the most listenership. Now, we are going to revisit the episode with Seth Godin since it came out on top as the most listened to episodes, the most downloaded episode to date. That's with Seth Godin, episode 53. Let's revisit that episode.
0: Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkes-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite.
1: Coming up on this
0: episode of The Entrepreneurial You. If you try to make something for everyone, you will make something that's boring and safe, and you will make something that's not remarkable and worth spreading. So the opportunity is to make it for the smallest viable number of people, because if you can realize that there's only a few people who you're able to build this for, you will make it magical for them. And those people are likely to tell their friends.
1: Hi, I'm Henika Watkins sporto your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookafilia, Patwa Apparel, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now, let's go to today's episode. Today's guest is the author of eighteen books that have been bestsellers around the world and have been translated into more than thirty-five languages. He's also the founder of the Alt-MBA and the Marketing Seminar, online workshops that have transformed thousands of people. He writes about the post-industrial revolution, the way ideas spread, marketing, quitting, leadership, and most of all, changing everything. You might be familiar with his books, Lynchpin, Tribes, The Dip, and Purple Cow. In addition to his writing and speaking, he's founded several companies, including Yo-Yo Dine and Squidoo. His blog, and I'll tell you where to find that later, is one of the most popular in the world. His latest book, What to Do When It's Your Turn, is now in his fifth printing. You can find it at yourturn.link. Of course, I'm over the moon to have as my guest on The Entrepreneur New today, the one and only... Seth Golden, Welcome, Seth. So good to have you.
0: Well, thank you for having me. And it sounds like you're someplace warm. So I hope that you're enjoying the day.
1: Oh, yes, I am. A great start to my day. It's warm right here in Jamaica. And so I'm going to ask you a little something about Jamaica. So if I should say to you, you're little, but you're tallow. Would you understand what I mean by that? No idea. <laughs> okay. So in other words, uh, when we say in Jamaica, like we always say that Jamaica, Jamaica, like we tell in other words, don't be fooled by our size, because although we're small, we have great impact.
0: Yes, indeed. And there are people all over the world who have come from Jamaica and continue to contribute in interesting ways.
1: Awesome. All right. So let's dive into it. You are an amazing thought leader. The world has recognized you as one of the most outstanding Standing thought leaders, there is. But before we get to who you are today, certainly you weren't always, you know, this person. What are they? Uh, who are the early influences of your life?
0: You know, like most people, I grew up with terrific parents who opened the door for me and challenged me and taught me about generosity and care uh, and fairness. And uh, I try to repay that every single day. And I've been super lucky throughout my life to have uh, jobs and clients and partners and most of all readers and customers who want a little bit more who care about what they're doing and want to make a contribution and when you're surrounded by people like that I think it's your obligation to figure out how to do more for them and with them
1: Mm -hmm. so you're all about impacts.
0: well I think that we have opportunities, and we can either see possibility or we can see problems. And if you can see possibility, then you have a chance to contribute.
1: So you talk about seeing possibilities, and possibilities exist every day around us. Sometimes we are just not seeing it. And many persons, you know, they, they subscribe to this gloom and doom story, how can you, you know, direct or help them to navigate, you know, to finding or identifying those already existing opportunities?
0: Well, I think it's super important to not try to change the world. That every once in a while there's a Facebook, every once in a while there's a Google, but I'm not going to build that and neither are you. And rather than waiting, for every pitch to go by while we wait for the perfect one so that we can hit a home run or a century, I think the opportunity instead is to make any contribution and then do it again and do it again and do it again. and that shift keeps you from hiding
1: All right and and not everybody, as you say, would be you know creating a Facebook or a Google, but um, people do create Facebook and Google. Now, how do we get to the point? Because you're all about ideas spreading. How does one get to that point where you tip the scale and so you become a Facebook and you become a Google, Amazon, whatever it is?
0: Yeah, I just don't think that's a good question. I think that that question is helping people say, well, I don't live in the right place or I don't have the right education or I don't have the right idea. And as a result, we sit on the sidelines waiting for perfect. You know, I knew the people who were building Google at the beginning, and they had no idea that this is what was going to happen. And uh, Jeff Bezos in 1995 certainly had big plans, but he had no idea that this was going to happen. And Steve Wozniak, who invented the personal computer, didn't think he was building the most profitable uh, company in the history of the world. That's not how these things happened. They happened because someone wanted to do something useful.
1: We talk about those companies because globally, they're all recognizable to everyone. You know, unless you live under a rock, probably you, you wouldn't know. And we're talking about ideas and how ideas spread. It's somebody who has an idea and they may think, you know, this is not worth anything. It's, not, it's just an idea how do you have an idea execute on that idea and allow
0: people to
1: buy into that idea
0: how do you build that tribe that's a fantastic question so i did a blog post a few years ago called first 10 and the idea is pretty simple which is that everyone knows 10 people who trust them everyone has the attention of 10 people so once you build your uh, project whether it's a book or a cafe whether it's an insurance policy, whatever it is, you share it with those 10 people. Those 10 people will either say something nice to you or tell other people. If all they do is say something nice to you, then your idea isn't good enough. But if they tell other people, the idea begins to spread. It doesn't spread to everyone. It's not for everyone. It's for some people. And if you've built it to be for some people, then those people will tell other people. And one by one, it begins to spread. And the mistake, the trap, is thinking that you're trying to make something for everyone. If you try to make something for everyone, you will make something that's boring and safe. And you will make something that's not remarkable and worth spreading. So the opportunity is to make it for the smallest viable number of people. The smallest number of people that you can get away with Because if you can realize that there's only a few people who you're able to build this for, you will make it magical for them. And those people are likely to tell their friends.
1: You talk about the three questions, um, litmus test questions, as it were. Who are you upsetting? Who are you connecting? Who are you leading? Those are your questions that you think we should all ask, you know, when we're trying to develop an idea. Elaborate a little on that for me.
0: Sure. So upsetting means that, um, you didn't make it for everybody that you made something that's changing the world that you made something that other people don't want, but other people do that. That goes right back to my point of the smallest number of people. Then connecting because each of us is thirsty for being seen, being understood, not being alone. So if you build something that lets other people find each other, and this is what all Facebook is, really, then you will attract people who want to be connected. And then the third one is leading, which is, are you making a change happen? Are you building an environment, a world, a project that some people want to see succeed? Because if you are doing that, then there's a chance that people will join you in your journey.
1: I see you, and many other people see you as this idea generating machine. How do you spend your time? You know, what do you do? Who do you connect with? And do you see yourself as an idea generation machine like others see you?
0: Well, I guess I'd start by asking you the question Have you ever had an idea?
1: Oh, gosh, too many. <laughs> right.
0: I, I think it's fair to say that most people have had ideas. And so the only difference between me and them is that when I have a bad idea, I say it out loud. And if you say enough of your bad ideas out loud, sooner or later, you're gonna have a good idea. And that's the difference between me and many other people, is I don't have more ideas than they do. I just put my ideas into the world so that I'm clear to have the next idea. And rather than censoring all of them, sometimes, one out of 10 times, it's pretty good. And that activity is something that's available to everybody.
1: I'm going to take a break right here to thank our sponsors and to bring some information over. So let's take a break and we come right back. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students, and professionals who want ideas, innovation, and inspiration. They have a variety of high-quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings, and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture, and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookofilio. Do you want to see the world filled with better leaders? Filling the world with leaders worth following starts with you in your company, organization, or community. On May 4, 2018, join more than 100,000 leaders from around the globe at the world's largest leadership event, LeaderCast Live. Broadcast live from Atlanta to a community near you. LeaderCast Live brings together acclaimed global leaders to create a leadership experience unlike any other. Learn from leaders like Andy Stanley, Michael Hyatt and Dr. Jim Lear on why it's essential to develop your core values and principles as a leader. Join us at LeaderCast Live and discover the tools you need to lead yourself first so you can lead the way for others. For more information on this can't miss event, visit hennykawatkesportion.com and click on Leadercast Kingston and invest in the future of your career, your organization, your community, and your world. Welcome back. We are talking with Seth Golding, the ideal generation machine. And we're talking about how ideas spread before the break and um, talking about, you know, him being Uh, I, an idea generation machine. Now we want to move into a little about leadership and because leadership, leadership, you know, it's something that is so, so misconstrued. You know, sometimes we think that we have to be um, leaders or operators of large corporations or persons in government or in politics to be leaders. But it's required of every one of us to to lead ourselves to get to that point where we 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 develop our core values and you know standards so that we can effect in effect lead other people by or very action. So leaders are are faced, um, Seth, with with decisions that will impact with impact others on a daily basis. What are some of the most important decisions that you think we should make on a daily basis?
0: Well, I want to make an important clarification, which is there's a huge difference between being a leader and being a manager. And there are lots of managers in the world. Managers have a job. Their job is to get other people to do their job faster and cheaper than they did it yesterday. Without managers, we wouldn't have cars, we wouldn't have healthcare, we wouldn't have lots of things. But leaders are different. Leaders point out where we might go next leaders do not dictate what we do next that's what managers do leaders inspire us to go where we want to go so choosing to be a leader means choosing to be wrong often wrong because leaders are doing something that there is no guarantee will work and you've got to either choose intentionally to do that or not And once you decide to be a leader, I think it's easier to take a deep breath and realize that, you know, the job of the ditch digger is to dig a ditch and the job of the leader is to be wrong on her way to being right.
1: Wow, that is profound because quite the contrary, we think sometimes, you know, as leaders, we always have to be right. And, um, and if we're not right, you know, we're afraid of looking badly in the eyes of others that are looking on. And we, we don't want to be criticized. But um, innately, in what you're saying, is that we must be prepared as leaders to be criticized, to be wrong, in order to get it right.
0: That's right. And that's why there's so few leaders, because we've been taught from an early age to do well on the test, to do well in school, to be managed and to be a manager.
1: And what is the one leadership trait that you think should run across, um, you know, that thread that run across all leaders, across cultures,
0: boundaries? Well, I guess if I had to only pick one, I would pick empathy. Uh, people don't believe what you believe. People don't want what you want. Uh, people don't see what you see. And if you can't accept that, it's gonna be very difficult to lead.
1: It's about empathy, it's about putting yourself in the shoes of others and being able to to feel what they feel, uh, to 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 be where they are without actually being there, but just to you know, to empathize. Exactly. <laughs> and how how would you advise uh someone who's going to leadership? So let's say somebody is um taking on the role of a CEO for the very first time of an organization. Uh, what advice would you give to that person who is taking on that leadership role? The first piece of advice.
0: Well, I think you've just described someone who's becoming a manager. And if you're becoming a manager, I think you need to get good at management. Um, but you could be a leader without having a job. You can be a leader without having people working for you. So the time to start becoming a leader is not the day you have a job or you have people who report to you. That's the day to become a manager. The idea is... Once you commit to being a leader, it's way easier to learn how to do it if you don't also have management responsibility. You know, so if we look in the United States, one of the greatest leaders of my lifetime was the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. How many employees did he have? Right. How could he insist that 600,000 people show up at the mall in Washington, D.C. at 9 a.m. or they would get fired? No, that's not the way you approach it. And because he had to approach it that way, or Gandhi had to approach it that way, or Nelson Mandela had to approach it that way, because the people who we hold up as leaders, each of them, didn't have the official lever, they had to learn a different thing. And that different thing was, paint a picture of where you want to go, and then describe that picture to us in a way that makes us want to go there with you. And the key to that is enrollment. Enrollment means that people want to come with us, not that they have to. So one of my favorite movies is The Wizard of Oz. And if you think about The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy didn't hire the scarecrow or the tin man or the lion. She invited them to go with her to Oz to get what they wanted. And that's what leadership looks like.
1: So uh, I'm going to shift gear a bit and I'm going to go into some of the projects that you have because you have uh, (laughs) hardly anybody I speak to who, doesn't know about Seth Godin, right? Um, your many books, as I mentioned in the intro, 18 have been translated um, into uh, more than 35 languages and so on. And you have what is called Alt-MBA and you do also the the marketing seminar. Delve a little into the Alt-MBA program, what it's all about and what are you trying to accomplish?
0: The Alt-MBA is not an MBA. It doesn't have a certificate or a credential. Instead. It's a 30-day intensive workshop. People in 650 cities in 40 countries around the world have taken it. And what we do, it's all online with video and group work, is we do 13 projects designed to help people see the world differently, to help them make better decisions, and to help them lead. And we've been running it for more than two years. We only run it four times a year. And it you have to apply to get in but it changes people's lives. And we've had people from big organizations and small ones, we've had freelancers, we've had lots of nonprofits, people from Room to Read and Pencils of Promise and Kiva and Acumen and Charity Water. And we're really proud of how it transforms people because we discovered that if you can connect people who want to go somewhere and get out of their way, you are capable of helping them do great things.
1: I was watching the um the video that you have online and it, you talked about you know it's not enough time to do it in 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 the time that it's because it's 4 weeks right and people have to crunch in in addition to their family lives running businesses and whatever else it is that they do uh, at the end of that 4 weeks you know as you say it's not enough how do you normally you find that people are really you know making it work within that short space of time with what it is that we're they're doing in that time.
0: Well, ninety-six percent of the people finish it. And what we find is that they tell us that for the next months or years to follow, they get more done than they ever thought possible. Because they spend less time watching television, they spend less time surfing the internet, they spend less time looking at who likes them on Facebook. And instead they transform into leaders. And each of us is capable of making a huge contribution and the auth MBA challenges people to do just that.
1: Finally want to touch on the purple cow I want to kind of get finally from you, your thought process into writing that book. And um, did you know that it would have become the bestseller, the success that it has become?
0: Every book is a surprise bestseller. There's, there's no way to predict if a book is going to break through the you know, the day that my book came out, there were more than 200 other books published. And the week that it came out, there were more than a thousand. The chances that a book breaks through and becomes a singular hit are close to zero. And you go in knowing that. You write the best thing you can. You hope that it will spread. You do it with care. And if it works, you know, you're, you can pat yourself on the back, but not for long because you have to go write another one. My book before that had been a terrible failure, and my publisher had actually fired me and said he didn't want to publish any more books by me. And um, and I had no plans to write another book. And then a friend of mine named Lionel Poulin, who was the most famous baker in Paris, he was killed, tragically, in a crash with his wife. And I realized I wanted to honor his work by dedicating a book to him. But I didn't have a book. So I had to write a book so I could dedicate it to Lionel. And when I thought about Lionel's life, uh, running a small business, when I thought about how the world was changing, I realized that I should write a book about how marketing was going to be new and different now. And I wrote Purple Cow in about eight weeks after that
1: very amazing stuff and you know right here in Jamaica I mean globally you recognize in Jamaica we do follow you a lot um you know we refer to you on the entrepreneurial scene and we talk about marketing and so on so you have been making an impact around the globe and we appreciate you and i know that you know you're not going to stop you're only going to keep going and keep inspiring because that's what leaders do. Leaders inspire, you know, to, for, for change to happen. And it doesn't have to be, you know, en masse. It can be one person at a time and you would have made a difference. You would have made an impact. So, Seth, I want to thank you for being who you are, uh, being this person of influence in a very positive way. Now, um, before we close out uh, with your contact information, is there any final thought that you have that you want to leave with us?
0: Well, you know, the internet's interesting because the internet means that wherever you are, everyone in the world is your competition. Your competition for Instagram followers, your competition for customers, whatever it is. But it also means that you're the center of the world and that whether you're in Jamaica or Guyana or, or Liechtenstein, it means that everyone is a click away from you. And that carries huge amounts of possibility. And so our job is to find and build something that other people care enough about to pay attention to. Mm-hmm.
1: So people form you hear that find and build something that people care enough about to pay attention to. That's an, a profound way in on a uh, point on which we can end. And of course, if you want to connect with, with Seth, please go to, just type in Seth, um, you know, in Google uh, Seth Godin and you go in and you will definitely find what i um, find of so much information about him, what it is that he's doing and the books that he's writing. His blog is very popular by the way. So just type in Seth Godin and you will find information on him and content that will take you years and years to complete. Once again, Seth, I want to thank you so much for coming on the entrepreneurial, you sharing some insight with us and uh you, i'm sure that you have you have said enough so that my people from my persons listening will be able to make even as a tiny tiny shift in their lives as it is right now thank you so much
0: well thank you baxter and i both appreciate it and i am grateful for people who care enough to do something like a podcast and i know it's not easy and i thank you for putting in the time and the effort
1: And now, a word from our amazing sponsors.
0: We needed to raise capital,
1: but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876 967 3271 to begin your transformation. Through conversation, we want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. What do you know? We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. I trust that you learned something and that something resonated with you so that you can share with others. And speaking of sharing, I'd so love for you to leave a comment on the show notes page of each episode. Well, we're talking about this one in particular, leave a comment at the end of the page so that when you go the topic, you click down. And at the end, there is an option there for you to comment. If you're accessing through iTunes then by all means, I'd love for you to leave a rate and review that will keep us as a top rated podcast. It means a lot to me for you to help me out in this way. Right, I know you are listening from all over the world and I so appreciate it from Japan to Germany to India to Pakistan everywhere in the Caribbean in the United States. In Jamaica in particular, big up my Jamaican peeps, big up those of course in Ohio and all those other states that persons are listening in from, that you are listening in from. I so truly appreciate you. Now, if you want to reach out to me personally. You can actually send me an email, you know, send it to Henneka at gmail.com. I am truly looking forward to connecting with you. If you want to send me a voicemail too, you can do that through my website. Just go to the middle at the right of the screen. There is an option for voicemail when you go to Henneka I do want to hear from you. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and Expect to win. What good. I truly hope that you enjoyed that trek down memory lane with that episode with Seth Godin talking about how ideas spread and looking at leadership. And so from the depths of my heart, I want to thank you. And I pray that you will keep listening and sharing the episodes with your network. Sharing is caring for real. Yeah. And as I continue to serve you, I'm really excited about many things. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is my new website, HennekaWatKissPorter.com. Now there are myriad of ways in which I will inspire you to become the leader and entrepreneur that you are deep down. And that website is going to serve in so many ways I'm happy that Matthew Woodard, I give him, you know, I have complete faith in him. Now I recommend him without hesitation because he was able to take my website from being an okay website to the phenomenal um, masterpiece that you now see and how, you know, it is going to serve you and serve me as well, serve us together. So let's go a little into the website and how it's going to serve you and what's there for you. Wasn't it for you? Very importantly. So, of course, you know I'm an author. When you go on the About page, you'll see that I'm an author, speaker, entrepreneur, podcast, of course. Hello. And Leadercast host. Now, now Leadercast is the largest one-day leadership event in the world. And I'm so happy to be partnering with that business, that company, that is really about developing leaders that are worth following. And our partnership is one that is allowing me to serve you in a very deep way, not just superficially, in a very deep way. So as I said, LeaderCast is the largest one-day leadership event in the world. It's broadcast live, broadcasted live from Atlanta, Georgia, every single year with about 7,000 people in attendance. And it's streamed around the world to another 100,000 people. And I'm so happy to be partnering with them right here in Jamaica, where I've streamed already two of their events, Their flagship event, which is LeaderCast Live, I streamed it at the Pegasus last year, and LeaderCast Women as well, I streamed at the Knutsford Court Hotel. Now, this time around, this May, on May 10, Friday, May 10, from 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., we will have LeaderCast Kingston again at the Knutsford Court Hotel this time. Now, looking at the theme this year is leading healthy teams, we're looking at organizational health and we're going to be having some amazing speakers you're going to be hearing from gail king ginger Hardage, carla harris and stanley and a host of other speakers nine in total who will take you through how to develop the health or maintain the health or improve the health of your organization and how to develop yourself into a leader that's worth following i'm really really happy for this partnership i also Blog with the LeaderCast blog. We support each other. I'm really, really excited about that. And also, there is a Leader Award following Award that is going to be announced at this year LeaderCast event, the inaugural event that we had on May four last year that award was copped by Valerie grant of geotech vision and Marley technology park. That woman is so phenomenal and it couldn't have gone to a better person. She is exceptional. She's leading the way with geospatial and geospatial technologies. She's leading the way, not just in Jamaica, in the region, but she's extending globally and her reach is as extended globally. So, a very deserving person and leader of a woman that got that award. So we congratulate her. The nominations are now open for LeaderCast, um, leader Word Following Award that will be announced at LeaderCast Kingston this year. So that's just one thing. So then there's also the speaking and the website will tell you how to book me to speak. There's, and it also tells you what events that I'm going to be at then there are my books, four books in total. One, the recent one that I've just co-authored with Dr. Venet A. Joseph. Uh, it's a devotional, a 31-day devotional for entrepreneurs. Yes, we need to be grounded spiritually, not just in business, not just you know leadership, but we need to need it. We need to be grounded in all spheres of our lives. And then there's another devotional that is there available that I published in 2016, and that's called Sermon Notes. Right, it's a fifty, it's a uh, fifty-two week devotional for quiet meditation, and then there is fifteen hints to entrepreneurial success, and there's also a book uh, on quotes because I love quotes. So there is a speaking, there is a books, there's a leader cast, and then we have learn lots of opportunities for you to learn. So whether you want to do my online podcasting course for beginners, or you want to do a live workshop that I'm having, the next one is happening. March 30, such a March 30. And then there are resources. I really want to touch a little on the resources that are there for you to level up as they say. Yeah, level up, level up, level up. So on the resources segment of the website are products and services that I've either used or know trusted members of my community that use them and can vouch for them. But for most of them, I've used them. I've been a product of them. So first thing is a podcaster's paradise, right? If you want to get into the number one online community for podcasters, you know, there are just so many opportunities right there for you to be a part of that. Just click on the link and you can sign up their webinar um, podcast masterclasses. There are so many other things, you know, there are monthly membership. There's an annual membership. There is webinars, um, tutorials, resources, and templates. There are just so many things there for you to learn and grow. The Master Journal, oh my gosh, the Master Journal is my favorite productivity tool, my absolute favorite productivity tool because it is when I just started my podcast, it is what accounted for me being so uh, dedicated and consistent to the task. I'm not that focused, right? Usually I'm not. my attention span is not long, it's very short, and I get distracted easily. But with the master journal, I mastered discipline productivity and focus. And so if you want my tool, if you want something that I've used, to, um, to be better than the Master Journalist for you. Then the Freedom Journal as well is also another tool that I've used as well. So if you wanted the Freedom Journal, go right ahead. It's available on my website. These are all these three products that I mentioned before are from John Lee Dumas. And of course, he's been a guest. He's been so supportive of my work. He's been a guest on this podcast as well. He's been on my virtual summit before. He is just super amazing. And so, I support him. He supports me as well. Host Gator web hosting. So Blueberry Podcasting Committee, if you want a free month hosting, one month free hosting, sign up now, sign up now, sign up now, sign up now. So all these resources. Then, of course, there's a podcast. You know about the podcast. And what I'm also um, getting really, really proud of these days or more proud of is the blog because We've been adding lots of blog content, lots of content on it about social media and starting business and, you know, the things, the content, the ideas, setting your ideas. I've had some amazing writers. Now my two of my writers are Kimberly Wint and Keon Vaz. And I just want to big them up personally. Two of my writers right now. So they're, they're, they're interning with the blog and I appreciate their work. They're putting out some good work so you can, find all these things and more remember to subscribe to the podcast you can do it on apple android there's also google Podcasts as well so you can subscribe that by that if that's what you're listen, if that's where you listen to your podcast so all these things and more are happening on hennykawadkinsport.com i can't wait to produce another 100 episodes just for you. I'm inspired. You've inspired me. And whatever it is that you want to do when you've been thinking about doing what you've been delaying, delay no more. Delay no more. So I'm just going to sign out right here. Thank you so much again for making me get to 100. If I was doing this and nobody was listening, then oh my gosh, I would have to stop. But because you continue to listen, if it's just one person listening, I would have been so inspired to continue. Thank you so much. Until next time, I'm Hennika Watkins Porter. Remember, you are born to win. But to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. Walk good.